Welcome, everybody, yet another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. Y'all enjoy day? Awesome. If not, let's see what this episode does for you. So, I had a couple other ideas for podcasts I wanted to record first off, but I'm as of recording this, I am seeing an episode or a video uploaded by JTE, otherwise known as The Elitist, talking about his early WWE experiences in terms of being a fan. He's looking for possibly some videos from episode responses, and I figured... Why not tell my story? Because I know I've talked about the pure beginning, but I have not really elaborated on further memories of just being a wrestling fan ever since back in 2005. So I figure, why not recap everything? So, anybody who's seen me on video, you know my office area slash bedroom that I'm in. Back in on June 20th, 2005, the raw before the Vengeance pay-per-view, I remember right where my desk is now, was the bed that we had. Right about where my bed is at used to be the entertainment center. And back at that time, we had that square kind of uh, old-school television, like that very small kind with a bulk in the back, almost like an old-school computer monitor. Kind of like that, not exactly a monitor, but that's like the biggest like description I can give to give you all a mental image. And remember, back at the time, we had Dish Network as our cable provider, which I don't really recommend anybody really at this point. If you've been on my variety channel, you know why. So I was channel serving through the time, and I, back then I was 13 years old. Nothing was on television that I wanted to watch, so it was like 9, 10 at night, somewhere in there. And I was channel surfing, and I went to Spike TV, and I caught Monday Night Raw. And at that time, there was the match between Carlito and Sheldon Benjamin for Sheldon Benjamin's Intercontinental Championship, because Carlito had just been drafted that exact night to Raw because of the WWE draft lottery that was going on. For those who don't remember the draft lottery, it was for multiple weeks for Raw and SmackDown. It was for each show, they would announce that somebody from the other show was now being randomly drafted over to the opposite show now. So kind of like the draft, but more random and happening spread through multiple weeks rather than just one night where everything's announced ahead of time. So I laid there in bed and I was like, all right, there's nothing else to watch on TV. It's late at night, summer vacation. I'll just watch wrestling. Now, I think the main event... I'm trying to remember this because I remember I wanted I want to eventually do an episode reviewing the first ever Raw that I saw, but I'm going to have to rewatch it again to redraft my memory. But I remember there was like a tag match in the main event. And I remember Triple H getting the pin on Batista and kind of shoveling, shoving the World Heavyweight Championship in his face. That was like the earliest memory I recall in terms of being a wrestling fan. And I even the Hell in a Cell match, that between Triple H and Batista, I believe I saw it on YouTube eventually. That was also the first Hell in a Cell match I've ever seen. Like, I remember, I think it was like the Raw after the pay-per-view, they would show some, like, images and, like, video from, like, around the pay-per-view because, like, they would do those highlight packages and be like, oh, here's what you miss at the pay-per-view. Show, like, the chains and the barbed wire wrapped around the steel chair that was used as a weapon. They showed Triple H being helped up the ramp by officials and being bloody, and they showed the chair laying there in the ring. Great match, by the way. So remember, after that, that's when I tried starting watching, but at that time, my family didn't want me watching because of the violence, because we remember this was a TV-14 product with blood and all that shit. So at that point, I had to be very sneaky with watching wrestling. I remember at one point, I tried watching Raw, and my brother caught me, and he tried ratting me out for it. Because, of course, that's something he wouldn't stop doing when we were kids, which is why I resented him so much. Saying, oh, you watching wrestling. So I had to quickly change the channel to try to hide it. 
And I remember right around that year also, that's when they came out with Hogan Knows Best. I remember watching it on VH1 right back when I lived in the second house I believe I ever lived in, back when we lived in the trailer park. And my mom and stepdad saw it was the episode where Hogan was having the whole episode with WrestleMania 21. They thought I was watching WrestleMania 21. They were like, no, shut it off. I'm like, no, it's Hogan Knows Best. And they watched along with me. They realized, oh, you're not actually watching a wrestling show. It was the reality show for Hogan. So it's like, you had stuff like that. I know eventually, somehow, by accident, I came across Velocity and Sunday Night Heat. I think during those years, because I did not know they were even a thing. Because I never listen to commentary or did my research because like we didn't even have internet back then so i had no way of knowing if they had other shows or anything but eventually i stumbled across like velocity on saturday nights heat on sunday nights so it's like hey cool more wrestling smackdown was a bit of a different thing because i had to go to like almost like uh analog slash satellite signal for basic cable outside of dish network so i had to tweak my settings on my tv a bit and behind that TV, we had, like, this cable, like, this long white one that goes to the back of the TV, kind of mess with the signal a bit. I had to jostle that thing around so much just to try to get a proper, like, decent signal, because otherwise it was pretty much almost like snowing in Kansas with, like, a lot of distortion in the audio because you're messing with the signal. And it's like, that was, like, my only way to watch the SmackDown because by the time I was watching it, it was at the time where they are on that uh, My Network channel or anything so it wasn't like upn anymore they hadn't gone to sci-fi so it was like my network tv i think the earliest memory i recall at least even on smackdown i do remember that was how i saw the undertaker great collie last man standing match that they were supposed to have done on SummerSlam, but it said they bumped it to smackdown beforehand so like i remember that's how i saw the match for the very first time but it's like, I had, remember having to sit so close to the TV so many times back when we even moved the TV to the other room. Just jostling around the cables. Even if it was blurry and everything, I just wanted to watch SmackDown. But now, even with wrestling, like I said, like my family did not approve of me watching wrestling. They didn't want me watching it at all. So I had to be extra sneaky. And that led to what I would do all the time, which was recording the shows with blank VHS tapes. Because even when I was away, even during summer vacations or even when I was at school or anything, since I was at a different house compared to where I am now, there was no way I was going to be able to record the, the episodes on VHS tapes or even on a DVR without getting caught. So I would have to set my VH, VCR player about a day in advance saying, okay, record this time and up to this time. Make sure the TV had at least the signal there for Dish Network. Make sure it was on the channel and everything. Otherwise, I'm just recording a blank screen. So I had to get all that set up just to record raw. Sometimes it was for multiple hours. Sometimes I record the show and it goes a little long and it suddenly cuts off. Like, I believe the, um, I think it was the raw 15th anniversary episode. Like, they were up to, up to the point where Stone Cold was in the ring with Vince, helping him up. And Vince is holding his neck, about to do a beer toast. And right as Vince was getting up, all of a sudden, the recording stopped because I didn't put the timer on long enough because... This was, remember, this was back when Raw would go past 11 o'clock, so there was no real knowing exactly what cutoff time there was when they were given extra time on television. I believe there might have been other episodes where like that, but one thing I do remember recording the most, at least for Raw, was every Saturday or Sunday, it might have been Saturdays, recording WWE AM Raw, which I absolutely loved because it's like, I wish we had that again 
Because, like, if you can't stand three hours of Raw, do, like, a one-hour recap one like they did back during the Ruthless Aggression era, and I think into the PG era, where they took Raw back then when it was still two hours, condensed it down to one hour so they you didn't have everything from Raw on the show, just, like, certain highlights. And you had, like, a ticker tape at the bottom, kind of like what you do ESPN, but, like, far bigger. And it had, like, kind of, like, facts and everything, like what's happening on WWE 24-7, this what happened in... WWE history, WCW history, here's what happened on other shows, etc., etc. So, it was a great way to get caught up, and it's like, if you didn't care about everything on Raw, just, like, the vital things, you would get in that one-hour condensed format, and I might have to check to my VHS tapes to see if I got any. I might. Like, I do remember recording it a lot back in 2006, because that's how I saw, like, Triple H Big Show and that tournament to determine the number one contender of the WWE Championship WrestleMania 22, and that was one where Big Show after the match speared Triple H to a barricade and Triple H was folded in half. Uh, I remember recording the match between John Cena and Edge where Cena retained the WWE title, Mick Foley was the referee, and Edge speared Mick Foley saying, you cost me the title, you son of a bitch. But then, but at that point, I think WWE AM Raw was even kind of censored. Because I remember on Retro Raw, you could hear him say, call Mick Foley a son of a bitch, but they censored it on AM Raw, so I think there was some censorship stuff going on there. So it's like, I might have to look to my VHS tape to see if I still got any of that. And it would be awesome if I do. But it's like, then afterwards, I don't remember exactly when, but it's like, I know my brother also kind of started watching. I think he stopped watching around 2007 after the Vince Limo explosion. And it's like, I think around that time, that's when my family stopped giving a shit. Like, they were more lenient about me just watching wrestling. Because they knew how, I knew about how wrestling was, wasn't trying to imitate it. I think that was like their main concern. They didn't want anybody watching it and getting like inspired to imitate that stuff because i think some of us tried that back when we lived in the trailer park my family got pissed because they could see us wrestling in the wind through the window they're like no stop it it's like ah it's like that uh, i know at least in 2006 they at least leaned up got a little more okay at least my grandparents were because i remember my grandparents would like to watch hogan knows best of me as well and i remember back June 2006, the night where DX uh, reunited after Triple H had the, had that gauntlet match with the Spirit Squad, and out came Shawn Michaels. And I remember my grandparents had it in the other room turned on. My grandmother was laughing because she saw the part where Triple H pulled out his tights and mooned Vince right after Shawn Michaels and Triple H both did the like double high five like with an X symbol to reunite DX. So I remember my grandmother saw that and she laughed because I could see through the TV in the other room with her laughing. It's like, oh god, they found Raw. But it's like that. That really shows how things have advanced. Because like back then, VHS tapes were still prevalent way to record the shows, and then now everybody's doing DVR. You're get, doing this stuff for like recording your screens through, like streaming everything or downloading stuff from torrents or anything or just just rewatching it through streaming services and everything. It's like that really shows how far along things have gone. Like, I really want to check my VHS tapes now to see if I still got any of those recordings. Like, I know I had one recording that where I tried recording some of the early shows and ten episodes of TNA, which was a bit of a mistake because I see the shows weren't that weren't really that great, and I could see the visual quality of the VHS tapes as time gone on have kind of downgraded. But I want to see if I've got anything preserved on those tapes. But it's like that was a great way to try to get caught up with shows. Now, of course, I had to re 
record over footage because I didn't have a whole lot of VHS tapes, but that was at least a fun way to still try to keep track of, like, Raw and everything. It's like, record VHS tapes, rewatch it back when you had the free time because it's like, I would record them on Monday and I would not see the tapes till, like, Friday or Saturday if I was recording the full Raw or just had to do it manually for AM Raw. So it was like, it got a little tricky, especially, like I said, trying to hide being a wrestling fan because my family just did not approve. But, I mean, hey... If I didn't watch wrestling, I wouldn't have a podcast or even a YouTube channel after all these years. So anyway, let me know what you all thought in the comment section below about your guys' early wrestling stories. If you want to make a response to this, just like the elitist is asking for, go right ahead. Or just let me know in the comment section below this episode what you all have for your early wrestling memories slash experiences slash stories. I think I even do remember there was one TV show... It might have been Experience or something like that. They had something here in the U.S. with Todd Grisham and Ivory hosting a show, but I don't have that many memories of it. So it was like, there wasn't much. And I do remember, like, at least with the Heat, I remember you had the Heartthrobs. I don't know why I remember that tag team. You also had Rob Conway, which, just look at me. But, uh, seeing how wrestling has changed so much. Anyway, let me know you all thought in the comments section below. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to leave a like, comment, subscribe, or follow, depending on what service you're following this on. If you're on YouTube, please remember to turn that bell on for all notifications. Keep an eye out for future videos if YouTube tells you to. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.